0: Today, we're going to talk about aging and how uh, aging was actually viewed throughout history. So now throughout history, some people have revered aging, while most others have tried to stop its effect. Egyptians who revered family life and believed in an afterlife also believed that living to 110 years was a reward for a good and virtuous life. The sons were expected to care for their parents uh, in their old age, and for them, old age was associated with illness. So they believed that to cleanse the body provided health benefits. So um, older people developed rituals that involved sweating, vomiting, bowel cleansing, and co- or colon cleansing. I read that there have been recipes for ointments meant to get rid of wrinkles written on papyrus Uh, and they promise to remove forehead wrinkles, blemishes and disfigurements. And it's cute because there are even notes in hieroglyphics on some of these papyruses that say that um, these remedies actually work. They they would also use milk and take milk baths, incorporated honey and milk masks, as well as dead sea salts to help exfoliate their skin. In ancient China, older people were well respected and treated with reverence. They didn't necessarily view illness as associated with growing older, but more so with an imbalance in, quote unquote, the way or Tao. If you lived in Tao or the way, it meant you lived in moderation, equanimity. And proper conduct, you would live in, a, in accord with the season is your diet. So they weren't really concerned with the vanity aspects of aging, more so its sensory or m- mental impact. In many tribes in Africa, uh, old age re- was revered. Um, the elders in Africa were, were people who continued to um, perpetuate the culture and they helped to guide the youth. They were considered very powerful and wise and often t- took part or led rituals and religious ceremonies. Ancient Greeks and Romans mixed mud and crocodile dung in tubs and they would rub it all over their bodies at the spa or use it as a face mask. Now, you can imagine how that smelled. Um, Galen, who was a Greek physician, actually wrote a a treatise called Hygiene and actually thought that aging was just a normal and natural process and said the effects of aging could be reversed and delayed with diet and other preventative measures. Um. Now, the Greeks also use things like honey, milk, olive oil and olives and yogurt on their skin to reverse the, size, the signs of aging. And personally, I prefer those methods over muddy crocodile poop. <laughs> <laughs> um I also, read, <laughs> I also read that alexander the great before he died he may have had expeditions led in search of a river that would heal his old age uh there was a king supposedly named prester john who supposedly ruled a land that had a fountain of youth during the 12th century um and then there's also one of the most famous seekers of youth juan ponce de ponce de leon and he allegedly thought that the there was an actual fountain of youth and that it was in Florida here in the United States, um, though I did read that he may not have actually been seeking the fountain of youth. He did come to Florida. And if any of you have been to Florida in the United States, you know that um, there's not a lot of young people. So I think he may have been a little bit misguided. Who knows? Um, If you've never heard of the name Elizabeth Bathory, she was a Hungarian noblewoman in the late 1500s. Now, the story goes that she hated aging and wanted to reverse the effects so desperately. So she would lure peasant girls to her home. Now, once they were there, she and four other servants would torture the girls, kill them and drain them of their blood. And she supposedly would take baths in their blood to stop the aging process. Um, It was suggested she killed more than 600 hundred girls. Now, here's the thing. I read that story might not be true. <laughs> so Elizabeth Bathory did exist. She was a real person and she was actually very powerful and she had a lot of holdings and land. And um, this story and her subsequent imprisonment may have been made up in order for her greedy family members to take control of her wealth and power. Um, Victorian women use things like mercury, arsenic, and lead containing tonics um on their faces they would use it on wrinkles and scars and acne and it apparently seemed to work but here's the reason why it was literally corroding the surface of their skin so um (laughs) eventually those things gave way to things called face skinning um and if you aren't familiar with that term you are familiar with its modern day counterpart which is peeling they did peeling back in the 1800s that's not a new thing um and they also did things like massages with an electrical current so they were basically electrocuting themselves and I read it that actually was one of the things that they said worked but of course right I mean electrocution I don't know um but yeah (laughs) those are just some of the some of the things that they would do to fight anti-aging back in the day
1: (laughs) you know where do I sign up for that current thing (laughs) (laughs) Um, for my part, I really wanted to look at what science thinks of aging. You know, um, you know what do people, what do the general population thinks? And I actually found um, a really cool study that was that was titled "Growing Old in America: Expectations versus Reality." And getting old isn't nearly as bad as people think it will be, but it isn't quite as good either. <laughs> Um, One aspect of everyday life ranges from mental acuity to physical dexterity to sexual activity to financial security. A new Pew Research Center of Social and Demographic Trends uh, survey on aging among a national representative sample of 2,969 adults finds that a sizable gap between the expectations that the young and the middle-aged adults have about aging and the actual experiences um, reported by the older Americans themselves. Um, So you grow older, but you feel younger. Uh, The survey findings would seem to confirm uh, the old saying that you're never too old to feel young. In fact, it shows that people, the older people get, the younger they feel, relatively speaking. Among 18 to 29 year olds, about half of them say that they feel their age, while about a quarter say that they feel um, older than their age, and another quarter say that they feel younger. By contrast, among adults that are 65 and older, fully 60% say that they feel younger than their age, compared to the 32% that they feel exactly their age, and 3%, just 3%, that say they feel older than they are. Moreover, the gap in years between the actual age and the actual felt age, the, the age that they actually felt they were, um, widens as people get older. So in the end, the older you, the older you are, the younger you feel. In sync with this upbeat way of counting their felt age, uh, um, older adults also have a count my blessings attitude when asked um, back over the full arc of their lives. Nearly half, about 45% of adults age 75 and older say that their life has turned out better than they expected, while just 5% say that it's turned out worse. And the remaining uh, percentage of people say that things have turned out just the way that they expected or they have no opinion on the matter. The downside of getting old, because there is one, unfortunately, um, because to be sure, the burdens that come, there are burdens that come with old age. About one in four adults ages 65 and older report experiencing memory, memory loss. About one in five say that they have a serious illness um, or are not sexually active or they feel sad or depressed. About one in six report that they are lonely or have trouble paying bills. One in seven cannot drive, one in ten say that they feel like they are not needed or that they are a burden to others. But when it comes to these and other potential problems related to old age, the share of younger and middle-aged adults who report expecting to feel this way is actually much higher than the share of older adults that actually do feel this way. So moreover, these problems are not equally shared by all groups of older Those with low incomes are more likely than those with high incomes to face these challenges. And not surprisingly, troubles associated with age do accelerate as uh, adults get um, into late into their 80s. Um, But there are upsides of getting old. And when asked about a wide range of potential benefits of old age, seven in 10 respondents ages 65 and older said that they enjoy more time with the family. About two thirds cite more time for hobbies more financial security and not having to work. About six and 10 say that they get more respect and they feel less stressed than when they were younger. So sign me up for that one. <laughs> Just over half of them cite that they have a lot of time to travel now and do volunteer work. As the nearly, um, as older adults may not be experiencing these upsides, um, it is quite prevalent that the levels of younger adults expect to enjoy them once they are old. But the responses are nev- uh, nonetheless indicate that the phrase "the golden years" is something more than just a syrupy greeting sentiment. Um, of all the good things about getting old, the best by far, according to older adults, is being able to spend more time with family members. In response to an open-ended question, 28% of those age 65 and older that they value the most about being older is the chance to spend more time with family but an additional 25% say that above all, they value the chance to spend time with their grandchildren. A distant third on the list is having more financial security, um, but it was only cited by about 14%. So 14% to 25%, it's a pretty big difference of people that think grandchildren over financial security. (laughs) Um, And that's what they value the most about getting older. So in the end, it's getting older, as experienced by actually uh, people who are experiencing that at the at that particular age right now is actually seen as a much happier circumstance than people who are not old yet uh, believe it to be, <laughs> <laughs> which I found yeah. really fascinating and honestly quite uplifting. I was excited about that. I was like, "Oh, good, <laughs> it's not yeah. going to be so bad." <laughs> right, and
0: now. I know, of course, it looks it looks bad if you're younger. You're like, no, but no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not that bad. And it's, it's all about how you make it and what kind of life you make for yourself, right?
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, definitely, I think your viewpoint also helps and kind of what you mm-hmm. believe. Maybe you're more positive. Maybe you're more negative. <laughs> right. But right. I do think you try and stay on the positive side within reason, of course. Yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and- Then, yeah, I think you're going to find happiness in a lot of aspects of it. I personally definitely look forward to spending more time with my grandchildren. (laughs) Uh, But we'd love to hear from you. What do you guys think? Uh, Send us a message over on Instagram. Thanks for joining us, you guys. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.